Hello, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Fantasy Pros Football Podcast, Microcast Edition. I am Ryan Wormley, joined by Andrew Erickson. Erickson, it is a microcast, so we will jump right in and not waste any time. We're talking about the top five most improved offenses heading into the 2023 season. You've got your list. We're going to go five through one. Start us off with number five. Number five is my New England Patriots. So we're looking at the changes from last season. So they added in Juju Smith-Schuster. They brought in tight end Mike Gusecki in free agency. And most importantly, they brought in a new offensive coordinator. They finally have an adult in the building, Bill O'Brien, to help Mac Jones in year three. So for me, when I'm looking at the fantasy impact of these additions, look, rookie year Mac Jones, this offense was top 10 EPA per dropback, top 10 red zone scoring percentage, the Patriots are all free in fantasy drafts, and they're all values because this offense has nowhere to go but up in 2023. I want to ask you very quickly, because again, this is a microcast, but there's a theme to your picks in that maybe the biggest improvement you can make in the offseason is an improvement at offensive coordinator, like you just mentioned for the Patriots. We're going to see that a couple other times in some of your other picks. So is that something where you really sat down and said, I want to look at where there's going to be better scheme, better play calling, or do you, is it a combination of also including the players that were added to the teams in the offseason as well? Look, I always try to focus mostly on the personnel, but when a coaching or a particular coach is holding back a team so significant, so significantly, and not necessarily because, oh, this coach is going to be so amazing. Like he's going to be the next Kyle Shanahan. No, it's addition by subtraction. You know, removing Urban Meyer from Jacksonville, like, yeah, Doug Peterson was great last year, but honestly, most coaches would have succeeded following up what Urban Meyer did in Jacksonville. So that's how I kind of look at this situation with the Patriots here with Bill O'Brien stepping in. I don't think that he's some complete mastermind at offense, but he just knows how to run offense, which Dumb and Dumber did not know how to do last year. I mean, it's, it's like you said, there's an adult in the room now, and that is sometimes, the, you know, the biggest advantage you can have compared to what they had last year. Give me your number four. I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears. So they held the number one pick in the draft. So no one, nowhere to go but up here with the Chicago Bears. I like what they did in the draft, selecting Darnell Wright with one of the picks that they had gotten. Um, DJ Moore, adding him to the wide receiver room for Justin Fields, revamping the backfield, adding in Deontay Foreman, Roshan Johnson. Look, I think Justin Fields finally has everything he needs surrounding him to be in a consistent elite fantasy quarterback. Look, weeks five through 17 last year. Fields, top five fantasy quarterback, the QB five in points per game, averaging over 24 fantasy points per game. Everything's better than it was last year. So I find it hard to rank him outside my top five quarterbacks. I know it gets shaky when you look at him versus the Burrows and the Herberts because you know those, those players are better passers than Fields, but Fields has that rushing. And if I'm going to label anyone, okay, this is going to be this year's Jalen Hurts, it's going to be Justin Fields. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Hurts because I wanted to ask. That's like the very common comparison made is that the Bears are sort of a poor man's version of what we saw last year with the Eagles where you have a mobile quarterback. You add this theoretically superstar number one wide receiver. They added A.J. Brown. The Bears, of course, adding D.J. Moore. Not on the same level as an A.J. Brown, but if you call you know sort of the outcome we saw last year in Philly as like a 10 out of 10, where on that scale do you think the Bears are going to end up? Is this going to be like a 6 out of 10 outcome, having more come on and another year of development for Fields? Sort of what do you sort of expect for that duo going into this year? I think I'd probably put it in the 7 out of 10 because I, I think that it's not to insult a player like DJ Moore, you know, who is a very good player in his own right. Yeah. Uh, go Terrapins, of course, Ryan. And, Absolutely. But he's not A.J. Brown. 
Like he's not AJ Brown. Like AJ Brown was an alpha with the Titans. You know, AJ Brown was in a similar situation that DJ Moore was last year, but AJ Brown was always putting up wide receiver one numbers, even though he was in a run heavy offense. You know, DJ Moore was in run heavy offenses with bad quarterbacks and really only ever crested fantasy wide receiver two status where AJ Brown was always being a wide receiver one. So yes, I do expect big things, maybe not as big as the Eagles did. Uh, thank you for being the one to mention that more as a terp. I was trying to let my homerism aside. <laughs> Before we get to the top three, I want to remind everybody that the Fantasy Pros Championship at FFPC is heating up this summer. Join the action and compete for a piece of the $6 million prize pool, including the gigantic $1 million grand prize, and earn free subscriptions to both Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros. Enter now at fantasypros.com championship and use the promo code FANTASYPROS for $25 off your entry. Put your fantasy Fantasy football prowess to the test in a 12-team league where you manage weekly waivers and lineup choices with no trades across a 12-week regular season. Rise to the top two in the standings or win your league's playoffs to advance to the championship round where you'll contend for the grand prize during weeks 15 to 17. Plus, you can join leagues to compete directly against Erickson and myself, plus Fitz, Debro, and the rest of the Fantasy Pros crew. So don't wait. Head over to fantasypros.com slash championship now and remember to use the promo code fantasypros to get your $25 discount. Embrace the challenge and conquer the competition this season. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Erickson, hit me with your number three most improved offense going into 2023. Denver Broncos. I like the improvements they made across the offensive line. Highlighted by Mike McGlinchey getting him in free agency. They drafted. Marvin Mims in the second round. Tim Patrick is back and healthy after missing last season with an injury. And most importantly, again, going back to the coaching, Sean Payton is now the new Broncos head coach. And he comes in obviously with high pedigree, very successful career with the New Orleans Saints. And the offense, it's just going to be better because they finished last in points scored per game last year. So nowhere to go but up. And, you know, Sean Payton is an offensive-minded coach. Like he had a ton of success for a reason with the New Orleans Saints, and I think it bodes well for a Russell Wilson bounce back here and a breakout for wide receiver Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy broke out last year, even through Russell Wilson's struggles. So people are looking at, okay, in these middle rounds, you know, who am I going to chase as my breakout receiver? Is it going to be Ridley? Is it going to be Watson? Is it going to be Judy? And I feel best about Judy because we've seen it already work with him and Russ. You know, the more changes that you add to player outlooks in next year, the more ambiguity and the more risk you take on. But because I've already seen Jerry Judy be the target leader with Russell Wilson at quarterback, that makes me feel good about the combination and betting on Jerry Judy take a step forward, another step forward here in 2023. Yeah, you can hardly ask for more of an upgrade going from Nathaniel Hackett to Sean Payton, specifically offensively. And, you know, there's been a lot of words written about like what percentage of the disaster of last year's Broncos season was Russell Wilson fading. What percentage was it Hackett? I mean, I'm inclined to believe that, again, just having such a huge upgrade at coaching is going to make a massive difference. I quickly want to ask, 
I'm somebody who is avoiding Javante Williams in all drafts this year. After we saw with J.K. Dobbins last year, it's just you just need that full year kind of to get back in when you have such a devastating knee injury, and then it'll be the year after that I'm in on them. But are we sleeping on Javante a little bit if he is at least competently healthy to whatever degree he's back in the field and able to produce? The fact that this offense is taking such a leap forward, isn't he? doesn't he have more upside than kind of we're giving him credit for? I don't think so, actually. Okay. I really don't. I think that Javante Williams' perceived upside is kind of overrated. You know, how many RB1 games has he put up? He had that one game where Marlon Gordon didn't play his rookie year against the Chiefs that we all remember when he was a monster, and that's it. Like, he's been a committee back in college and at the NFL level, and it's been with guys like Melvin Gordon, who's no longer even in the league anymore. So I'm not convinced that even Javante Williams, a healthy Javante Williams, is a standalone piece is this big RB1 sleeper that, oh, has fallen into the seventh, eighth round. You got to scoop him up. No, P. Ryan's going to have a role, whether Javante Williams is healthy or not. Just looking historically at Sean Payton running backs, Alvin Kamara's not a workhorse. He's never been a workhorse. He's put guys in positions to succeed based on the touches that they get. So this is going to be a platoon at running back, whether Javante Williams is healthy or not. And I just think that the RB1 perception of Javante Williams is a bit overblown. All right. I'm sorry I asked. Let's move to number two. <laughs> Going to go with the the New York Jets here. They you know had to make the list because they're getting Aaron Rodgers to step in for quarterback in front of Zach Wilson. Look, they also added a bunch of other, you know, ex-Packers players, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. They also signed Nicole Hardman from the Kansas City Chiefs as another big playmaker from the slot and somewhat of a gadget role. So fantasy impact for me, it just Garrett Wilson. Like, that's all I really care about. I don't really care about these ancillary pieces for the most part because the thing that Aaron Rodgers brings that is actually not great is he's slow. Like, he doesn't bring a fast-paced offense. His offense is going to operate very slowly as it's traditionally done with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. So we're not really going to see a ton of fantasy weapons, but if there's one guy I'm kind of pushing my chips in, it'd be on Garrett Wilson because of how good he was last year, especially when you pinpoint the games that he played without Zach Wilson. He was averaging... Over 14 half PPR fantasy points per game, six catches, 11 targets, 82 receiving yards per game. Those would have been top 10 numbers essentially in fantasy of the wide receiver position. I'm fully in agreement with you. Agreement with you on on Garrett Wilson. I, I'm right there. I love him uh, this year. But for the offense as a whole, does Brees Hall need to be back and fully healthy? His knee injury not as devastating as Javante Williams is, who we just talked about. Does Brees Hall need to be back and on the field and the guy we saw in the first month last year in order for this offense to really take a step forward? Or is Rodgers just enough? I would say that I, I think that they do need Brees Hall. And it would not surprise me in the slightest to see them kind of come out the gates sluggish. The Jets have a very tough schedule to open the year. The first six weeks, actually the toughest schedule for fantasy quarterbacks. So Rodgers could struggle. I mean, Rodgers is on my bus list this year. Like, I don't want Aaron Rodgers as a fantasy quarterback. You know, he was not good last year. And I talked about the weapons, like it's Garrett Wilson. And then I'm not in love with the other pieces in this offense. So if they don't have a stable run game, if Breesall is slow coming back, then you could see a lot of frustration with Aaron Rodgers to start the first six weeks of the year. And, the New York, the New York media is going to just absolutely eat that up. Erickson, number one. I don't know if you picked this team just because I was going to be on the show with you, but I really appreciate that you did. In fact, I'm annoyed that this is only a microcast and we only have a couple minutes to talk about them. But your number one is my Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, we're down to the two minute warning here. So we got to be quick on the Baltimore Ravens. But I just love the wide receiver pieces. They finally added around Lamar Jackson, you know, bringing in Odell Beckham Jr., drafting Zay Flowers in the first round, bringing in offensive coordinator from Georgia, former Buccaneers offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin, 
calling the plays for the Baltimore Ravens. Look, I love the odds on Lamar Jackson to win MVP, 16 to 1. Look, you need a good team that's going to win double digit games and the best quarterback. That's who wins MVP. And from when I'm looking at the odds, that's the best odds that I can find for Lamar Jackson. So he's one of my favorite quarterbacks to draft in fantasy this year because he goes outside that top tier. The Josh Allen, Hurts, Mahomes are kind of viewed as the consensus top three where there's a little gap between those players and Lamar. And I don't get it. I I don't know why there's a gap. You could say, oh, well, Lamar is more likely to get hurt than those other guys. Okay, fine. But I'm playing for upside here. If my guy gets hurt, then I probably wasn't going to win my league anyway. So I'm not even I'm, sure he is more likely to get hurt. I it's, mean, it's Allen really runs a lot more dangerously <laughs> than Lamar does. Allen seeks out contact. Lamar has gotten hurt in the pocket the last two seasons, not running the ball. So I, I will say this. If Lamar finishes the season healthy, which you, you never know, it's football. But if Lamar is healthy, I will guarantee he is a top two quarterback in fantasy this year. He is going to light the league on fire in this Todd Munkin offense. It's really funny. Like we kept, we keep talking about the coaching. Like I pointed out at the top of the show, I don't know which one of these upgrades is the biggest one. Like at first I'm like, well, oh, geez, like, like, a non-entity up to Bill O'Brien. That seems like the biggest one. Oh, geez, Nathaniel Hackett up to Sean Payton. That seems like the biggest one. Greg Roman's 1950s-style offense up to Todd Monkey. That seems like the biggest one. Like, they're all awesome. So, uh, quick recap here. Uh, you had Patriots number five, Bears four, Broncos three, Jets two, Ravens one. You also mentioned the Giants and Steelers. As honorable mentions, we will wrap up there. Erickson kept it nice and short, or as nice and short as we could. Everybody remember to compete in the Fantasy Pros Championship at FFPC for a piece of the $6 million prize pool and the one million dollar grand prize head over to fantasypros.com slash championship now and remember to use the promo code fantasy pros to get your 25 dollars discount thanks for tuning in everybody we will see you next time thank you for listening to the fantasy pros football podcast follow us on twitter and instagram at fantasy pros and subscribe to our youtube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros